Hi, everybody. This is Ira and Brian from Two Faces Radio. Hello. And hello. Uh, we want to give a little shout-out here to our sponsors before we start this podcast. What do you got to say, Chief? Well, one of our sponsors, our first sponsor, is Soundwave Merch. Soundwave Merch has major company muscle with independent company thinking and accessibility. It's a venture that has merged personalized service and a boutique-style mentality with the powerful resources that come with a well-established business. With access to its own huge printing and embroidery warehouse, online stores, and designers right on hand, there is no job too large for Soundwave. Just as importantly, there is no job too small. The all-important merchandise piece of your puzzle should be fun, professionally supported, profitable, and easy, and as easy to navigate as possible. Whether it's your band or your brand, Soundwave Merch is here for you. Go to soundwavemerch.com. All right. And also, you can find Two Faces Radio shirts at their website as well. $10. And they're very comfortable, and they're very cool looking. Cheap, comfortable, nice. Also, Sangfroid Web Design. In the age of technology, your website is perhaps the most crucial statement your company can make. At Sangfroid Web Design, we understand the importance of creating a professional web presence at a reasonable price, and we specialize in working with the small business owner to accomplish that goal. So visit our site today for a free quote, sangfroidwebdesign.com. You can find both of these links on the Two Faces Radio homepage, so go check them out now. And thank you very much for listening. Support us, support them. And as always, Save it for the show. Hey, this is Kevin Kitty from Driving to Crime. And in case you didn't know it, you're listening to Two Faces Radio. Right here on your TV typewriter. Well, you almost ready here? I want to make sure Scott's ready. Rocking and rolling. Scott, his drawer ready. I got it. I got it. <laughs> drawer. My drawers are all settled. <laughs> Scott's in his drawers. Scott's got his drawer out. He's going to play some music on it. Sweet. All right, I'm ready. Kick it off. I'm Welcome, ladies ready. and gentlemen. That is my friend Brian McClenning talking over me over there. I want you to know something. What's that? I'm always ready. As a man can be? I'm as ready as a man can be, right? Um... In the studio this afternoon, some good old friends of ours and one Two Faces Radio veteran. Uh, what are we calling this? The Joe McGinnis Trio? Yeah. Joe McGinnis Trio. Featuring Joe McGinnis and the Trio. And the Trio. <laughs> and the Trio. <laughs> I noticed Scott did a quick countdown right. just to make sure. And Scott make sure we're a trio here. on the drums is sitting uh, kind of back and to my left. So yep. sorry, sorry if I can't look lovingly into That's your right. eyes while we're talking. I'll look at your reflection in Brian's <laughs> eyes. Uh, so, God, there's so much love in here today. So Callison, I mean, how long have we known each other? We've known you a while. Wow, man. I've known I'm, you longer than these two guys. Yeah, absolutely. I did a, I did a handful, a, a ton of honey gigs way on back right. in the day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Scott's a ton honey veteran too. Yeah, I know. Poor Scott. <laughs> so. Not at all. Actually, Pop's you know, Scott, I think you were we were talking about a, a, a fight that broke out earlier on another on another show. Was I there? And I think you were no. at the one at the Brandy. Was he at the one at the Brandy House when uh, actually Mark almost got got us into a fight? Yeah. Which is surprising because Mark's always just no, not. I think, I think Slick was still You think that, that was Slick? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall. Yeah, I know he was at the Brandy House. But I could have just run real quick as soon as it started getting ugly because, <laughs> you know, it's 
<laughs> what I do. Well, wait, so I want to know how this relationship with Tana Honey ended. Anyway, did they fire you? Oh, we... No. We never had any relationships. Yeah, yeah there's no, rela- no commitments. With drummers? <laughs> yeah, right. Drummers and Tana Honey do not mix. <laughs> they did not like us. <laughs> they come, they go, <laughs> passing right. ships in the night. Um, now, yeah. be- before we get too far, I also want to introduce uh, Aaron Trubick. Yes. Um, who is also a big fan of our show, too. Absolutely. He's come up to me on many occasions and said... Love the show, guys. Yep. Keep it up, but do better. <laughs> <laughs> On the a few suggestions for you. <laughs> right. He roll, unrolls his tablet. Originally from Buffalo, but here now in Atlanta for how many years? About three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. Three and a half years. Let me now. turn you up on your mic there. Lean, lean in a little more. Hello. Yeah, I'd been, I'd been coming back and forth for a few years. Well, oh, maybe not a few. Maybe a couple. And then just decided to hell with it i just moved down all my friends what, were here anyway what right. were you first coming down for uh was it i was with sean Costello when you were playing with sean yeah yeah okay, that's and he used to uh used to fly the band down at the time it was the uh the rhythm section was from buffalo wow so uh Seems he would fly us down fly rhythm section. right i know right the money was good then <laughs> not like now <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, we've, we've talked about sean obviously yeah. a zillion times on this show too yeah. but um i mean how did you may have told me the story before, but how did you guys hook up? I forgot. I met him in Buffalo. Oh, um, okay. My friend... Whose phone is that? That's got to be mine. <laughs> 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 I thought you were a veteran. Uh, you know yeah, the drill. Actually, I haven't turned mine off either. Sorry, Eric. I, I haven't it's turned mine off. I'm not going. Uh, uh, I met Sean in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. I, I think it was uh, 2004, 2005. And uh, he had come through town and... and uh, I had seen his posters around. I was uh, uh, gigging with a couple of other bands in the same clubs and had run into run into uh, traces of Sean here and there, and people uh, tell me how great he was. So when he, uh, when he came through Buffalo, I made sure I went and uh, checked him out. We met that night, and um, coincidentally, he ended up picking up a drummer from Buffalo named Ray Hagen, who, uh, who I had played with for, at that point, probably... 12 or 13 years and right. um, we I mean, started talking well, what, from there at the time did he want to because you when, when you guys came back down to, I remember when Sean came back to that, down to town it was like trio you know yeah. Sean was like we're doing a trio yeah. but before that you know Lyndon and uh, well I guess it was just a four piece really it was a four piece yeah, yeah. well I mean just before that it was uh, Paul Lyndon Matt Walkup yeah. uh, oh, okay. Terrence well, yeah that's right it was it was five because he had no, he exactly. had the that's right. piano and the organ yeah Yep. Were when you saw him, were you like, oh damn, I'd like to play with this? Uh, yeah, 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 I was. I, I, I was. I was blown away. Yeah. The stuff that he was doing at the time was exactly where where my head was at. Right, right. In your wheelhouse. Completely. And and what happened was, uh, Melvin, uh, his his uh, his first bass player, yeah. um, was. I don't know if maybe he didn't want to go on the road so much, um, wanted to spend more time with his family. Yeah, I mean, he was a little uh, bit but, of an older uh, guy. Yeah, time. and been with him. At that point, I'd been with him oh, wow. for about eight years. Yeah. And, and Sean had approached me and said, well, look, I'm not going to let I'm not going to let my guy go. But, um, you know, if he happens to beg off on this or that, you know, you're, I'd like, you're you the to, man. like you to come with us. So uh, well, how did he know that you were such a badass? Um. I think through. I think through. Isn't it obvious? He just glossed over. <laughs> <laughs> he just glossed over the major compliment. <laughs> oh well, you know. Thank you wow. very much. Just, doesn't everybody know? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, I, I think it was through my my friend Ray. I mean, at that point, I, I was I was home for about a year, but 
you know, then I, I had been on and off the road for for about ten years before that, um, playing with a playing with other other blues acts. Oh, really? Anybody else we would know? Uh, Lou Pride on Severn, uh, James and Lucky Peterson. Oh, wow. um, Eddie Kirkland a little bit. Huh. Um, I know the owner of Severn Records. Well, I did a long time ago. I don't. I just knew Lou. I, I, yeah. And uh, uh, and those were great experiences. I mean, they were really small clubs in the South, the kind that, uh, you know, the, the last of the roadhouses uh, where yeah. they uh, sweep up the eyeballs after closing. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the real, eyeballs the real the ones team. and the fake ones. Yeah, they get mixed up, mixed up in the sawdust at the end right. of the night. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was great. I had always been the young guy in the band for as long as I could remember, and then all of a sudden, uh, I get into Sean's band. And I'm uh, all of <laughs> the a sudden I'm the, I'm the elder statesman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know what that's like. All right, no more talk. Let's do some music. What do you think? Well, you didn't introduce our veteran. I didn't. I no. thought I said Joe McGinnis. I said oh, featuring Joe McGinnis. I thought, I thought oh. he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Just sorry, Joe. Sure. I was all excited. I had guys that haven't been here before, so I want to. No, you're right. Um, how you doing, man? Welcome back. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see you're playing a Talkovich 2000. I am. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah, I love. You've it. been busy lately, my man. Yeah. Steven Talkovich is a g- local guitar maker for our for our listeners, and um, that's a nice one. Kind of yeah. looks like a. I dig it. Hollow body uh, telly, or it looks like an old telly with a with an f hole in it. Is there a certain name for that one, or is it just a Talkovich? No. Nah. Mine, I think is what Yours? I call it usually. <laughs> did he make it for you or it's did you mine. commission it? No, he made it, he made it for me. You did? Yeah. Nice. I like that color, too. That's gorgeous. It's almost like uh, Dukes of Hazard Orange or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, you want to play some music? I mean, you know, yeah, we kind of uh, it's a nice rain Saturday afternoon. Kind of wrangled these guys into playing music. They thought they wanted to just come in here and chat. We were like, "Hey, this isn't tea time, ladies. That's right. We're gonna play some music. Make people work. Yeah, thanks for keeping us honest. Put you to work. If we're gonna promote your band on our show, You're playing, we want to hear some music. Yeah, we got to let people know what you sound like. And we're all professionals here. So, what do you want to do?
nice. Mm. Bringing it hey, home. Scott, I think I like the box. I love Scott, that box. This uh, smells great. Too many though, because it. Scott, we, I, I gotta get a good picture of that. You, you do. I'm gonna have to get a picture of you holding that after, because I'm getting a wacko reflection in the back, like your yeah, head yeah. disappears when I try and take a picture because of the brightness outside. Our headless drummer. Just the brightness of. Oh, no. Scott Callison is playing a. Um, Semi-finished uh, drawer. Semi-finished drawer. Yes. Nice it's, it's deep dovetail. Drawer. Sounds great. It is. No, it's yeah. a I think fine it's, piece of wood. I think it's the dovetailing that really gives it its acoustic nuance. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> that he just and and it's not even his. It's a it's, loner. It's a pick. I just yeah. <laughs> it's a, a loner box. box. Yeah, exactly. A loner <laughs> box. You know. That Do you believe a guy shows up in your podcast doesn't even bring his own drawer? <laughs> it's unbelievable what's going on nowadays. Does this make a, does this make this industrial band now? Yeah, yeah. Like industrial like band that. because well, he just that. dumped all his t-shirts out of that thing so he can play on here. <laughs> He's moving in. All right, guys. Well, awesome. welcome to the show. Thanks Thank for you having. for Thanks. the little ditty. That was so, nice. so is that a tin umbrella material? No, no, no. That's from the the first record actually. It's called No Worries. You see how I do my homework? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, listen, for you guys, it's like, I know you guys come in here and we're all buddies and everything, and I don't do any research. I just kind of say, yeah, get your ass in here and we'll figure something out. You know? Put it all together. If that's well, okay this with is you. Like Sorry a, I don't take it more seriously. No, that's okay. <laughs> now, this is like a true, you know, hang. This is a true hang. Yeah, this yeah. is kind of what we, like, really want to base the show on, you know? <laughs> we feel comfortable with people and we can just sit there and just bullshit and go. And Joe, you should feel much more comfortable because now that your daughter's not here, you can really let her. Yeah, rip, yeah, so. I can, I can curse and stuff. Yeah, curse and stuff and shit and shit, <laughs> curse and shit. Exactly, <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> you motherfuckers, sons of bitches. <laughs> you sons of. So how'd this trio get together? How'd this all come about? Um, how did this come about? Well, you needed a bass player and a drummer. I needed a bass player and a drummer. <laughs> and you've been yeah. so busy. I'm, I'm amazed you can like you know start forming new things. Uh, we well, we've been the three of us is yeah year and a half yeah so you kind of all been I I tried a bunch of different guys and, and yeah I'm such a fan of these two I just feel lucky to play with them I don't, I don't know what I'll do if they move on <laughs> they move on to what for Christ's sake <laughs> exactly don't you forget it <laughs> we Joe, get, uh, Joe actually pulled me out of retirement yeah, yeah really yeah. oh really yeah, yeah, you're about called to me uh, for a solid uh, solid two shoes, or three huh? months yeah. um, at that point I had sold. Just about everything but my bass. What happened and, there? Uh, I'd been on the road for a while, and uh, uh, Sean's death affected us yeah. all in, yeah. in really profound ways. And and I had thought that, uh, well, okay, my time is over. Time to you know turn a new page. And yeah. um, I realized I couldn't stay away if I wanted of to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And as soon as I as soon as uh, Joe would slip me a copy of his album, and as soon as. Uh, as soon as I played the first track, I knew I was right. in. That was that was it. So. And, if, and if Sean would have found out that you, you know, hung it up, he would have killed you. He, uh, probably he would have yeah, kicked see? my ass the right. way he <laughs> usually did. <laughs> and I was a I was a, a huge fan of Scott's um, from when I was commuting down here. So I I, um, I had suggested Scott to Joe because not that it, he needed any convincing at all, but you know I was just a huge Scott fan. And Where'd you heard? Where had you heard? Him. North side on Sundays. Yeah, yeah every Sunday my, night. My first, uh, my first entree into uh, is that the Atlanta City? Bl- blues. Yeah, the Atlanta blues scene. It's was Uncle Sugar. Fat now. City. I know it is. Uncle I know Sugar. it's now, but at the time, yeah, it was, I mean, it was Fat it was, City. It was, at the time. It was fat yeah. City Wildcats. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Sugar. 
yeah. every Sunday at the Northside, the still remaining Northside Tavern mm-hmm. for now. And Scott and I, Scott and I have have so much in in common. You know, done the road thing for so long, and you know, we're both kind of over the. Uh, uh, female singer-songwriter bands and uh, <laughs> you know, kind of shared views. You just haven't those. found the right one yet. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> We're going to find somebody to duet with Joe. I think I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm, done. I'm done with the duets, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we always say, what's our motto? Ah, uh, here it is. No, <laughs> no chicks, chicks in, in the, the band. band. That's right. <laughs> I love that motto. I'm glad you guys said it first. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's been a reoccurring thing on this show. It is, it's <laughs> not that I don't appreciate many female musicians, singers, songwriters, and all sorts of really. It's it's more of a goof, but you know, I don't know. Hey, hey that, maybe the shortcoming is ours. There's there's you know? uh it could be. Yeah, it could <laughs> be on our we suck. Yeah. That's it's not even it's not even a matter of anybody sucking, it's just a matter of like shit, relationships are tough and then when you blend that kind of uh dynamic, you know, the boy girl dynamic into the music, it's just for me doesn't work. Yeah, that's right. terrible. Except who was that drummer that played for Lenny Kravitz? Yeah, oh, she's badass. Yeah, yeah totally I don't know badass. Her name, yeah. What was her name? Oh, and the really big girl from uh, from Kid Rock's band. <laughs> I haven't seen. Her. Oh yeah, really, she's a drummer really too. Yeah, yeah, drummer, she's yeah. badass too. Yeah, they're both good. She, I'm not saying it can't in the work. right ways or the wrong ways. <laughs> no, hey, in listen. really good ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just we just podcasted with Michelle Malone, and she's badass. I'd join her band in a heartbeat. You yeah. know, Scott but, used uh, to be in her band. Yeah. Oh, did you used to be in her band? Yeah. You know what? I think we may have. I think she did mention you. Yeah, yeah. She's good, right? I mean, you know. I think you may have made it on a podcast without you knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I was just sitting here thinking while when you were mentioning Sean and uh, and thinking about Scott, how you played with Tinsley for those years, and um, and Joe, you know. I, I, I know you've done you, much of anything, really. Well, just, but just you, well, you've been, <laughs> that's not true. But you've been doing a lot of stuff with Oliver. You know, I was just kind of thinking yeah, about yeah, like yeah. some of the talent you guys are. All, I mean, not only talented yourselves, but some of the great talent you guys have been linked to and had the pleasure to play with. You know, right. on a on a kind of you know all what? the time basis. You know what I mean? It's Regular. not like you've done a couple gigs with Oliver. I mean, you're you're right, playing with right. him. It sounds like you guys have been writing together a little bit, doing that kind of thing, and you yeah. know, obviously touring with Sean, touring with Tinsley. It's Major talent out there, and that's Oliver yeah. Wood. Oliver Wood. Oliver Wood. Of the Wood Brothers. <laughs> it's a constant education around here. Yeah. So many f- fantastic players. Yeah, so it makes many. you step well, it up, though. It makes you. Yeah. Totally. I play like crap. Right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to talk about this, but I'm kind of curious. Like, what would be thinking about those three guys? You know, yeah. what would be like the one thing? Like, let's say, you know, from Sean. Like, what did you really get? Out of backing him for those years and uh, being a part of that band, like what would you say would be the one thing you know that you guys all took from that kind of? I I can answer that quickly. It's yeah. being true to the genre. I yeah, mean, Sean was a was an absolute encyclopedia of of American music. It's crazy, and um, you know, I thought that uh, you know, I thought that I, I had my shit together pretty well um, when I had met him and he just took it in a completely different dimension I mean guys like guys like Sean I gotta mention guys like uh, like Dave Roth who put yeah. just so much of themselves into into what they're doing I mean it's yeah. not enough it's not enough that they are uh, you know brilliant musicians but they're also uh, incredible historians to boot yeah and it's something to you know it's something that really puts you back on your heels when you encounter somebody like that it makes you Makes you want to do everything you do better. Yeah, totally. Well, it's it's crazy because I think about, you know, 
I don't know what the story is with Dave exactly, but you know, with Sean especially. <laughs> well, I'm just well, you'll understand. I don't think it. Dave don't does. Need to right. Right. I don't Nobody think Dave knows the story either. about Dave, to be honest. With <laughs> but as far as Sean, you know, how lucky to have sort of found a really legitimate love for a certain style of music mm-hmm. at such a young age. Because I think if I didn't waste all those years on, you know, hair metal bands, you know, whoa, how much whoa, I could have soaked in of some about? real quality music, you know. <laughs> well, wait a second. But you know I what I mean? mean? Like, Look, everybody, no, I loved, everybody, I loved everybody has got that, that beginning shadowy right. yeah. period where they were into some pretty... Crazy shit, yeah. Yeah, some pretty controversial shit. I mean, even 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 Sean was. No, I know. And I, and I'm, yeah, not I gonna, with, I'm not even going to talk about uh, Liebman and his uh, his Grateful Dead days. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to go down that road. I know. No, I, I remember Sean talking about you know Guns and Roses and all, but he uh, did so early well, he grew on. Up in Jersey, he was, like I did. Yeah, right, so, yeah, right yeah. you can't get away from that. Well, I think. I, I but mean, you know what I mean? Like it, when you're so, you, you can soak up so much at a young age. It's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know how absorbent you are. Yep. Hey, before we, uh, while it's on my mind, yes. sorry to cut everybody off, but let's promote this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. On Wednesday. Yeah, you guys are in this. here for a reason. That's right. Yes. Well, two reasons, actually. We got two reasons. Two, two, reasons. two, two yeah. really big reasons. One. So, number one, uh, that's July 21st. That's this Wednesday coming up at Smith's Old Bar. And uh, we're playing a double bill with the Damon Fowler Band. Okay. Uh, who's out of... Of Tampa with uh, if we had a television, Taylor. I'd be holding this up right now and That's displaying right. and it. And I brought goodies for the boys, uh, new Damon Fowler CDs. But um, he brought goodies and Damon Fowler CDs. <laughs> we have a lot. We have a lot of uh, we have a lot of mutual friends, and and um, Smiths had had uh, contacted me through uh, through Damon's agent, and and uh, said that we would be a really great bill together. And cool. Uh, uh, I listen to listen to Damon's material, and it is they're right. They're absolutely right. It's going to be a great show. Uh, we start at nine. Uh, Damon will start at about ten, and um, we're anticipating a packed house. There's cool. been a lot of interest. Good. So that's so number that's one. one. Yeah, that's one. Number two. Uh, number two. Um, after a year, we're finally done with Tin Umbrella, Joe's brand new CD. Nice. We just got the masters back. Last week, and the artwork is done. And uh, well, good because we've pre-ordered them, so we're waiting. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second thing. Is and by pre-ordered, pre-ordered, by pre-ordered in here, we mean we told Joe to give us a copy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I think I'd do it through the website. You probably get it quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously, give us the real deal about that. Uh, we're we're doing pre-orders. We're actually almost we're we're a good bit of the ways there. So I mean, you're doing pre-orders in order to finance right. the production right. of this the fine pressing of the record. actual CDs. Wow. Yeah. All right. So people can do that by going to joemcginnis.net. All right, we'll have that on our yeah. homepage for mm-hmm. the website. So and how it, many and it's, it's real there? obvious where to go from there. How many pre-orders have come in already? Uh, I, I oh. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we're probably, well, we're not going to disclose that information. I think we're about two. I think we're about two thirds of the way there, and we've been at it for maybe a week and a half. Mm-hmm. We just started this. To so. get, okay, good. Yeah. yeah, so it's doing well. I mean, it's nice. a pretty unique thing it to is, do. Yeah, it is. I mean, was that just an idea that kind of, or have you seen somebody else do that and it's worked out? Or uh, no, uh, I just took a. Because well, I saw you promoting that on Facebook, time. and I was like, well, shit. Yeah, everybody's always so worried about. Well, I, I threw the word out there on Facebook just yeah. to see who might order it. You know, just right. to say, right, if this was an option, who would order it? And right. all the, I saw there was like seventy four comments. Right, like, I, I'll I, get one. I don't think any of those people have ordered yet. Okay, uh, send me your money. <laughs> <here it goes. laughs> 
But yeah, so I, I, I don't quickly know. Before you I, I got enough mind, comments. Right? I got enough comments real quick that I figured that it was a good idea. Well, and technically, how does idea. it happen when you go to the web? I mean, can they do it through PayPal or is it like... It, it is either through PayPal or with a credit card. It's secure, people. It is secure. It is secure. <laughs> Look, I know Joe. He's a nice guy. He wouldn't do anything... <laughs> I'll trust him. ...with your contact As soon as we get 200 orders, I'm out of, I'm out of town. <laughs> That's right. So is, <laughs> did you have Whatever a number of pre-orders that you need, had in mind? I mean, uh, we're, we're aiming for 100, 150 orders. Okay. Yeah. And that'll get you yeah. That'll get you what you need. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very good. So we're almost there. And it's a great album. I mean, if I do say it so is. myself. I love it. <laughs> it's a fantastic album. It really is. Yeah. Special sure guests is. And, and, and everything? Lots of special guests. Who do we got? Uh, 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 Oliver, some name Oliver, Oliver Wood produced it with me. He did. Uh, he's Where'd you record? Also a special guest. We recorded with Damian Lewis at Exocet Studios. I'm um, fully aware of that guy. Yeah, he's great. He did the last record. We did it at uh, 800 East last time. Good drummer, too. Yeah. yeah. Played many Fine a gig drummer. with him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a... Uh, it's me, the trio here. Yeah, Oliver Wood, Adam Holiday is on there. Yeah, uh, a couple of the guys from Vortex Park, Justin Roberts, and yeah, Dave Roth's on there. Brad Stott, Adam Awerder. Uh, oh wow, yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you've been yeah okay yeah. So you started that a, a while back though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we've, we've been working yeah. on it for. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you were working on that when, when you were in I here. I probably yeah. was, yeah. We had done... We Shows you how much I paid. It was the week Michael Jackson died. It was. That's how I marked yeah, the Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was when we were tracking. Uh, that's, that's right. That was the kitchen time. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, so, so the uh, Smith's on Wednesday. Smith's on Wednesday mm-hmm. and the new CD, pre-order. Who else Smith's was playing with Wednesday. you that night, Dino? Pre-order the CD. I think it's just us and Damon Fowler. That's right. Oh, no, that's I mean, right. I th- Oh no no! Oh, I thought you meant in no. The band. You're you're right. I forgot yeah. about uh, Damon. Sorry, dude. Wake up over there. <laughs> Seriously, what? <laughs> the, have a cup of coffee. Join the show. Yeah, it's just two bands. We I will split up anybody's attention span too much. Yeah. Well, can just out of curiosity, if we can just kind of get back to it, if you guys don't care, like, what about with working with Oliver? What if, what is that? Uh, how's that uh, opened you up? Uh. Has he produced What's the big thing before? that you take In a from lot him? of ways. Yeah, he's produced several things. He produced uh, Shamika Copeland's, Copeland's last album. Yeah. Really? Shamika Copeland. Uh, there's been yeah. several things. I, I didn't know that. I anybody but her. Yeah. yeah. Co-wrote some stuff on that album, too. You can, you really? can hear it, too. Yeah. I think you can hear his style in, in the stuff. Yeah. In the yeah. Shamika stuff. Well, they did it over at uh, Jeff Bacos' place. The Bacos Amporos. Right. Can't go wrong there. No yeah. way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Too many, too many ways to... Uh, to tell, right. Play, playing with Oliver makes me step it up and try to do cool stuff and not yeah. stay in a safe little box. And well, it's cool because you both have such different styles, but you both have such a recognizable style right away. Right, and uh, it's a great blend. Yeah, I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy hearing it. Scott, what about Tinsley? What's he done for you? What's the big thing you took from him? Well, he's played. Scott's played with a lot of bands. I yeah, mean, it's I true. Del- Delta Moon. We told oh, Scott yeah, he Delta didn't Moon. have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is not in my contract. Um, well, actually, I was just over here thinking about that one. The, you know, these guys yeah. talking and just going, well, there's that, that, and that, that. Well, yeah, and, you know, I mean, just everything. Yeah. That was definitely my first, you know, hitting the road and going out. And we didn't, it was full on. You know, we'd yeah. be out. Well, you were on with Tinsley for like five years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was five years. And uh, it was full on. Um, just, you know, the guy, uh, He's in it, and it's his, it's his profession, it's his job, it's his art, it's everything. And day in and day out, he's just on it and, and you know, making it happen. And uh, 
that was a big part of it, I think, of just watching that. that he stay on you guys did. about, like, uh, you know, little uh, things. Uh, Are you surprised sometimes at the shit he's hearing and listening to? It was a good balance. I mean, he yeah. let us, you know, he, he knew... Because there was different different lineups. When I was with him for five years, you know, the first the first year it was out with a sax player. It was like a, tr- oh, yeah. a tr- uh, quartet, and the, you know, with a sax player. Um, and then Jimmy left, and then we had um, uh, second guitar came in. Uh, right, playing with the shadows <laughs> right now. Come on, uh, you're uh, on your own, brother. Um, yeah, yeah. Sitting on that I, island. I know what you're talking about. Kenny Kilgore, one of my heroes. Yeah. You know, and so it just the, the vibe of the band changed, changed all the time. Yeah. And he was good at, at knowing who he had. Right. I mean, you know, we knew the tunes. Yeah. You, you had joined tunes. after Oliver had. Yes, right after Oliver had, had left. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A- after Oliver quit being his, what did he call himself? A rhythm guitar slave? <laughs> Something like, that's what, that's his words, you know. <laughs> Quote unquote. Probably more so with his second guitar players. He knew what he needed and what he wanted. Yeah. And had that. That's that where he really was. Yeah. 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 And you know he knew. I mean, he tried he to scoop up Mark for a little bit. I think maybe possibly. I don't know. We heard yeah. yep. he scoops. That's the thing. He scoops. Yeah. He scoops yeah. people yep. up. Yep. But that's kind of nice, He's you know, super. when somebody's coming back to their hometown to look Absolutely. for. Absolutely. Know. Well, he obviously the guy's got a great eye for talent. Yeah. Yeah. He's. That's for sure. So it was just. It was great. Everything, man. I just learned everything. What do you think about having the single horn? You know, when you go out, Brian and I always talk about. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a, a single horn. I'm not. A fan. I'm not a big fan I'm not of the one horn. It's like I feel yeah. like I love going to have one section. tenor. You got to have yeah. an alto or a barrier. I need at least two and let those guys kind of have their. If it's just two, place. they got to be really good. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Two berry saxes is, is like my uh, that's like, that's my dream section right there. Like morphine. Two berries, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We're. I think we were just talking about morphine the other day. Right. The guy with the uh, what two string bass? Two or string bass, like that, yeah. You know? Two string bass, yeah. and it was a baritone sax and a drummer. Yeah. Now that's a band, huh? Yeah, that was that one was scary looking dude, by the way. It was yeah. he, he Sandman, was a, Mark Sandman. Was he was no. like a really yeah. morbid looking well, he, guy. He looked like a morbid John Stewart. Well, I remember we they can't, yeah he did. <laughs> he looks exactly <laughs> like John Stewart. <laughs> yeah, he kind of did, <laughs> right? They came to the variety one time when we were living in Little Five Points, and I remember we were. Uh, Mark and I were walking around up there, and we just walked right by him, you know. And nobody, right. nobody's bothering him or anything. And we were like, "Damn, that's the shit right there. That's what I want." Like, you know, this is when we were all young and stupid and thought we'd be, we'd be, you oh, know, yeah. musicians. When we were like young you and guys, stu- <laughs> and um, now we're old and stupid. Now we're old and stupid. And uh, you know, I just remember thinking, "That's the fucking career right there. That's what I want. I want to be able to." Put out my music, do it the way that I want to do it, not have anybody bother me when well, I'm walking pl- around. But play yeah. places like the Variety, yeah. but not be right, be successful, yeah. yeah, not be bothered by anybody. It's great. Like Joe's favorite band, The Residents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, The Residents. The Residents. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know those guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way they want. Shame it, on you, Brian. <laughs> That's exactly you know those the way guys? they want. No. It. Oh. <laughs> that, that is the way they want it. Shame on you, Ira. <laughs> Thank you for um, shaming me. Really. Speaking of the Variety. Just played that place recently. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got to open for the Woods there. It was, it was awesome. The Woods. The Woods. <laughs> you, to you him, it's the Woods. You don't the say the brothers. The anymore. Wood Brothers. The, wood. the Woods. <laughs> you hey, got more dates hey coming man. up with them? No, no, not right now. They're they're about to. They're doing their own tour right now. Right. But that must have been cool. though. Hopefully huh? soon. Though. Yeah, I've done two, and uh, pushing for the trio on the next one. <laughs> That's Let's right, keep you're our fingers crossed for that. That's right. Well, I remember seeing, what was it, like the night before I saw you out there? Was it Wolf Fest or something? Where did I see yeah, you? Yeah, oh, yeah. We were talking we were about it. Yeah, that's right. 
And I was like, playing variety tomorrow night. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's Wolf pretty cool. fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Wolf, Wolf Fest was great this year. It was a long night, though. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I think we got there at 7. Oh, that's did, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because I went on, like, first. Like, that's right Carlos puts that on every year, right? That's yeah. Carlos's yeah. thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And then, I, yeah, you guys were still waiting around. I was like, well, I'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kept getting bumped back, get bumped back, back and bumped back. And <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got to save the best for last, or that's what Carlos's excuse was. Anyway. <laughs> that's what we keep telling ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. No, no, we want you guys to close it out, man. I want you guys to. It's gonna be great. Yeah, we we weren't rock. there till two. We're falling yeah. asleep over there. How sick was that variety show, though? Was it was that a packed house? I don't know why. I it was. I think it was. We, we played Darwin. We, we played. Yeah. I think <laughs> I heard it was like twenty tickets away from selling out or something like that. Was, I hope yeah, we didn't pull too many. Packed. Hope we didn't pull too many people away. <laughs> That's probably yeah, where those twenty Darwin's. Were. Yeah. At our day, there wasn't even twenty people. Yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, we do. I do have to thank you, and uh, you know, because you, uh, we had talked to you after your podcast about you know Ira and I coming out and doing something, right? For, for you at some point and you did oh, yeah, you, guys you did contact me and we couldn't do it right. like I, call, I knew it right away too when I got your contact and I called Ira I was like you're gonna piss me off but yeah. I'm still gonna ask you anyways. I think I was out of town or yeah something. you were it was the oh, we it wedding was Basil's wedding yeah, that's that right weekend. Charleston yeah it pissed me off too yeah <laughs> I was saying to my wife I was like do we have to go to Basil's wedding <laughs> I was like I was like this could that was the shot that was it I know you offered and that's it so it's over now <laughs> well please keep us on your yeah we'll, we'll call you we'll call you again well, you know what? I like doing we'll that stuff. Back playing with you know, much like this, and I, I'm sure Ten you... Ten years later, Bill. These guys are having a conversation. What? <laughs> Off mic. <laughs> no, I was doing on a mic. show here. You're talking over my conversation with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I was going to say like about that whole thing is like... That, that I just like that, not for the show itself. It's for like getting there and being able to mix it up with the different musicians and hang out and see how different people prepare and get ready and you know that whole thing I like more than anything else about it Mm. yeah well not totally more than anything else I mean the playing part is good too yeah that's always but uh yeah I dig that kind of whole thing and that's that's what has been great about the whole Atlanta music scene you know especially with the blues scene is you guys have all been good about mixing in keeping keeping the the locals yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and getting a getting an inside look at what other guys are doing. It's fun. Yep. Yeah. Speaking okay. of music, you want to keep with our uh, new format? Yeah, we kind of we've changed up our format a little bit recently. Well, we had uh, Kevin Kinney from Driving and Crying on not too long ago, mm-hmm. and he's just one of these guys. You know, you get him in here, and he just likes to kind of keep the guitar and just. If we start talking about an album, yeah. It's like, well, let me play one from that album. Let me just show you. What <laughs> <it's> <laughs> Here's he this played like speak eight better. tunes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was great, but we did like it. We were like, yeah, you know, throw in another tune in the middle of the set, in the middle of the interview. It would be nice, you know? So, so what do you think? Something right in the middle here? Yeah, something we can do something. Yeah, sure. we can do something. Yeah, Got something, something from new? the new album? Do it on a drawer. <laughs> Get that drawer ready. That's right. So what are we, what are we doing? This is uh, the title track. To Tin Umbrella? To Tin Umbrella,
wouldn't have it for a buck. What he say? Tell me if I'm wrong. That's a pretty crazy tune. Man. Yeah. That is a cool tune. It's Tell on, me if I'm the, wrong. It's on the banjo on the record. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Does, I could it hear might that. Not have made sense on the guitar. Either. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make any. Ties sense. it all together. It doesn't make sense the on the record either. So. We'll we'll put up some subtitles for people when they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, guitar subtitles for a banjo. That's right. Did uh? Do you you have a song me, that's sorry. called like uh, My name is Joe or they call me Joe? I do or, yeah. Does that have kind of a similar kind of minory dark feel to it's, it? Like it, the music, it's minory and rompy and yeah, that yeah, that kind of reminded me of that when I was first right. hearing that song. I, and I like that tune. Yeah. yeah, that other one. See, I know I oh, no I listen to <laughs> Ira or I, do my research. I tried to call it something. What was it? Uh, oh, Carnival Blues. Well, I think <laughs> <laughs> Carnival Blues. Or yeah, it has blues. that little. Uh, Carnival, uh, carny folk feel to it. Yeah. I can almost smell the carnies. <laughs> That's taking me just a little <laughs> too far, but okay. That's like I our like second <laughs> carnival tune we've had. In that here. is the second carnival tune. <laughs> we've had Stevie B did that. Uh, I love yeah. carnival stuff. Tune uh, circus, circus peanuts. peanuts. Circus yeah, peanuts. Circus peanuts. He's, he's got. It. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good, that's a good tune. tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't. 
Jacob! He's selling the high school kids pot. Love that one. It's great. It's a good tune. Um, yeah, what, would I, what else was I going to say off that? Yeah, the the for, the kind of like the format of that tune is is cool. How it just kind of that long kind of intro gets you all into the music, and then you have that one extended verse spot. Right. right. What? Um, so what, what? Well, when you play it live, are you going to switch to banjo? Yeah, we always do it on banjo. Yeah, okay. And I play it on That's drum a first. set. That's first, just for you guys here. <laughs> what do you mean you play it on drum set? <laughs> Drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Say it. We could be crossing Drawer. over. It's a new thing. I'm going to be famous. Drawer is where it's at. <laughs> I finally Scott made it. Callison yeah. on the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> we had some pretty crazy percussion in the studio on that one. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of weird yeah, I things. See that I have no idea what they shit, were. Right? Chainmail armor and uh, yeah, they yeah. Yeah. Out on that one. Weird you have stuff. There was this uh, one thing. It looked like a giant Chinese fan, but it was metal and it had all this jangly shit on it. Yeah, I think that was you brought it. it yeah, was, they, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, well, that's one of those things where you can almost like hit something percussively anywhere in that song. <laughs> so much space, and it's gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just gonna feel good. <laughs> Scott Callison on the drawer. I think there's a typo in your in your uh, <laughs> bio. In your drawer. bio, yeah, I think drawer. it should say Scott Callison in the drawer. Correct? No, no, no. no. He's, he's on it. <laughs> in the drawer, on the drawer. Um. So what was that called again? Tin, tin umbrella. umbrella. Title tin track. Umbre- T- yeah, tin track. umbrella. What was this tin umbrella? Was this actually like a? Uh, it's a. Uh, tell us a little bit about this song. It's symbolic, I guess, of, of music itself, and uh-huh. just. Uh, I don't know how it's worth something to a lot of people and worth no matter what it yeah another group and and uh you need it but it really doesn't work all that great and <laughs> it's leaking on it you but you don't get do rid it. of it and, yeah yeah cool i like that wow. that was reminds me of i never Keith heard Moon's that yeah, yeah there's a lot of different like layers i had to, that's uh, really smart yeah very insightful yeah thanks See? <laughs> not enough people hey, are willing to talk about what they're we were just talking about this recently on another podcast uh yeah, what yeah. we can say. <laughs> we were talking about, <laughs> about uh, we're not trying to have any illusions. You know, people, it's illusions. nice when people, you know, let you know. You can sit there and interpret it all you want, but um, you know, it's nice when you kind of hear from the artist and they say, "Hey, you know, this is what I was thinking about." Well, right. this is kind of new to us too because we don't really waste too much time talking or yeah, rehearsing or anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I think we essentially wrote the album. I mean, Joe Joe had like yeah, the wireframes done, but I think we essentially <laughs> wrote the album. In the, in studio. the studio yeah. and didn't yeah. discuss it at all. Right. right. Just Most everybody of the sat lyrics down included. The Most of the lyrics included. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you wrote a lot of those in the bathroom at Exocet, right. didn't you? Did. That's right. That's well, I right. think that happens like within a band, you know? I mean, all the songs I've written that Ira sings, he, I don't think he gives a shit of you know where it's coming from. He just wants to probably make his own so he can sing it. The most, well, I have honestly. no idea what the hell I'm saying about. <laughs> <laughs> I know he studies it and figures out his own meanings. Yeah. Is what he meant to well, say. Well, D'Alessio used to say, you know, D'Alessio would be like, "I don't have a thought in my head. How do yeah. you think of this shit? Where do you Let come up with this shit?" He <laughs> <laughs> would get like dumbfounded by stuff and ask like, questions. What is, what what is, is that this mean? about? What yeah, is what that is about? It? And then Brian would explain. But it's it. but it's not like the thing you want to really talk about with your bandmates. It's kind of like. Right. Things you're more interested in explaining right. to, like, you know, right. people who are listening well, to the music. It's also point. like, you know, I've seen you play with such passion on this song. Weren't you even, don't you even, what's that passion coming yeah, where's from? Where's that coming from? I don't know. I have no <laughs> thoughts. No <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> I guess it's worse when you're a singer. <laughs> Much worse. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. So That's what, cool. What else we got going? So beyond uh, the gig on Wednesday... 
Yeah, um, be on the gig on Wednesday. Is this, is this the thing you're town? trying to push like more than anything else now because it represents the album the best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Okay. I, I won't turn down a solo gig. Sure, but, right. But uh, right. we're trying to push the trio. Yeah. It's definitely a band record. It's, yeah. Uh, the first one was more acoustic with some special guests, but this is a full band effort. And is it called the Joe McGinnis Trio? The album will be, it, that, or is it just? It Joe just McGinnis? says Joe McGinnis on the album, but it's understood that it's and the it trio. Should, right. You guys hear that? And it should. All right. <laughs> you guys remember <laughs> that? Hey, we know whose name's on the poster. <laughs> who you got Actually, playing, we used to be got playing harp on, the on there. There is no harp. On. Good for you. No harp. <laughs> <laughs> and if we had one, it would have been you. I hey, I, I know. At least right. you. I don't want it. Right. At least you. Were, it's great because now you know you weren't not called. <laughs> Fucking hate harp players. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad to hear that when you don't think of harp, you think of me. <laughs> if you want zero harmonica in your music, come I'm to Joe McGinnis. I'm your yeah. man. <laughs> no, I was so going to – I guess what I was saying before is, I mean, do you have a few um, kind of steady gigs? I mean, you're at Willie's, what, once a month? We're, we usually do Willie's once a month. I, I, yeah. I'm at five spot frequently with different yeah. things. Um but usually they're once a month with different different projects. How are things going over there? Are they starting to develop like a kind of more of a steady crowd? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, it's one of those places. Every, t- every time I play there, there's there's more people there every time I play there. I, well, yeah. Okay, I'm good. Not, I'm not there a lot when I'm not right, when I'm right. there. Well, that's probably so. more of a testament to you than the club. Right. Maybe. Could be, yeah. hey, you're a popular Maybe. guy. But, you know, <laughs> don't forget. I think yeah. sometimes I think they have a little bit of the – I think it's a good room and a cool place to come see a yeah. band play. And I, I worry sometimes that they have a little bit of that. They're so all over the map that it's hard to kind of get your... What, stylistically? Yeah, stylistically, right, right. I think. They definitely have a lot of different bands. They do. Kinds of bands. And that there. makes it hard for, like, you know, Northside had the blues scene. Right. You know, Star Bar's got... Or had the rockabilly thing for a while. And, you know, <laughs> it's it's good to have something that I think people can kind of say, hey, we want to just go see a good, Let's you know, coin. bluesy band. Let's right. go to Five Spot. You know right where to go, yeah. Well, playing a place like that is kind of... Inti- I mean, it's intimidating to book a, a room like that because, yeah. you know, at Northside, you can get 20, 30 people and feel like and it's... it looks good. ...feel yeah. like it's a good crowd. And, and right. you know, you have this huge cavernous hall like... Uh, like five, five spot, spot with this yeah. big grandiose stage, and and uh, you get twenty people in there, and still tumbleweed city. Don't you know, don't we know it? It's kind of <laughs> yeah. It's kind of yeah. I mean, you get kind of fifty people in there, and sometimes it's like eh. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We got the CD release coming up there too. We're doing oh. that. Oh, uh, when's that? See, this is what I'm talking. August about. Oh, yeah, yeah, August twenty seventh. Oh, it's, right. it's a Friday yeah, CD release party. One of we'll the be CD back in action release. by then. Yeah. One of the, one of the <laughs> I CD I think we'll be able to go out of the house again by then. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we're going to have a CD release month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, well, that's a good idea. Sorry, you know, hit all the places. Because a lot of people like to come see bands at certain venues. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the things that I always felt hurt some bands, Northside bands. Because uh, yeah, yeah. you play Northside... And you always get a great crowd out there, but those people don't travel elsewhere those because it's cheaper else, right. at yeah. Northside, and they see you for longer, and there's no reason to pay for you anywhere else. Right. Unfortunately, can't, those so days are coming anywhere. to a close, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. As far as the rumors go. No. The rumors, the rumors. We're not going to spread any rumors here. <laughs> I don't no? think it's a rumor. It's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. It's just uh, Well, look. How long well, is it What we're be? referencing here is uh, the possible closing of... Our beloved Northside Tap, yeah, mm-hmm. which has been a big buzz all over Facebook and blah blah blah. blah. And I'm not going to get into specifics, <laughs> but you know, look, I, I was always waiting for the day because right. yeah. Northside, right. as 
you know, run down as it looks and as cool as, as it is, it's in an area where everything is being built up and everything is right. all nice and clean and slick. And you figured, look, there's just going to be a day where they're going to offer a price that... It's country yeah, house. It's the country house use. in the city now, man. It's yeah. like that book I was telling you about. That's right. Yeah, all so this, there's this little children's book about this little house that gets built. It might be called the little house. And there's this little house that gets built, you know, whatever, on a little hill or something like that. And then, you know, the city starts coming. And then this gets built. And all of a sudden, it's this tiny little house amongst this huge city. And then I think they take the house and cart it out to the country again. You <laughs> 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 need well, to do man. that to Northside. Let's no cart shit. it out to the country. Yeah. That's, what they th- that's what they tell the kids, though. It's like the dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the dog. Yeah, yeah it's going to go run, it, run, out, run around in the farm upstate. <laughs> you know, he's going to be fine. It's perfect. Look, you the know? Northside will be okay. The north side, we'll take it, out to, take it out to the country. It's going to be out in Winder or something. <laughs> it's going to be better, fresher air. No big buildings. Oh, there'll never on be it. fresher air. No. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that would just detract from the whole, exactly. whole atmosphere anyway. Well, it is different, though, now because it feels now like it's actually looming. Like, I think, like you were saying, Ari, you know, people like us who've been going right. there for a while, we've, you know, always hearing this or that or how long can this last, but now it feels like it's really, like, in the um, foreseeable future. Of closure, we'll see. We might have closure. Yeah, y'all are bringing me down. So, you restaurateurs out there, we need a new, uh, we need a new blues joint on the west side of town. Yeah, somebody step up, step up. Yeah, please. Or at least, or at least buy a north side. Buy a north side. Keep it around, or or do something. (coughs) Should put together like a uh, like we should get all the musicians that all know. We should all buy it together. <laughs> Everybody throwing a few bucks. Now that's funny. you know musicians with money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow. What musicians are you hanging out with? Well, we're gonna need a lot of musicians. <laughs> Who are you hanging out with? Sting. Need a lot of musicians. A lot of musicians. You're gonna need all of them, and then some. <laughs> all of them. What I meant to say was, well, let me see. Do I buy health insurance try this month, <laughs> or do I pitch in on a bar? Uh, oh yeah, the bar sounds good. Yeah, no problem. Oh, that leg will heal on its own. <laughs> that's right. We'll get one of the bartenders to pour whiskey on it. <laughs> That's happened to me. You'll before. be just fine. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I I I had uh, I'd cut my Achilles tendon wide open Holy one night, shit. and, that must and have been uh, the I was closer pain. to Northside than I was to home, and I stumbled <laughs> in, and my 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 foot is just bleeding like a sieve, and Slade was there, and Slade took Slade took me in the back and patched it up with uh, poured some whiskey on it and patched it up with duct tape, <laughs> <laughs> and Not it healed up just fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Ach- Achilles heel. Yeah. Yeah. That took a long time to heal, too. Long time. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Come on, Scott. Get on your game. He's dozing. <laughs> he's dozing. He's, he's crept inside the drawer. Now he's taking he's, a nap. Now now he's a box musician. <laughs> he doesn't have to work as hard. Uh, oh, man. All right. So. So, you, so you did the album and the songs, I assume, you pretty much. Well, no, you said you recorded it and wrote a lot of it in the studio. Yeah. So this is all kind of this is definitely band effort on yeah. this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um did you still mostly write the lyrics or Yeah. There, yeah. <clears throat> there's one co write on it. Me and Oliver wrote Tin Umbrella, the lyrics okay. together. Um other than that I wrote pretty much everything. There's a Mississippi John Hurt tune on it and there's uh-huh. a, a Bill Sheffield song we put on it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Bill Sheffield, we're still waiting to get him in here. He's his songs have appeared a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of he's, times. He's killer. You should yeah. No, we uh, well, and Bill and I have yeah. talked about it. I think it's just been like he keeps saying he's like, "Well, let me get a good gig to promote and I'll come in." <laughs> but this has been like a year now, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. Right. 
Gotta tell them, it's not live. Come in, record it, and then we'll put it out when the good gig comes That's up. That's true. <laughs> we, we could do that. Do, uh, do you anticipate, like, have you guys been kind of still collaborating and, like, working on stuff when you get to rehearsals? Well, not rehearsals, but. <laughs> What's that? I know you I don't think <laughs> we've ever When you show up early had for a rehearsal. Gig, I don't think we've ever had a rehearsal. There was one time we, we accidentally called it a rehearsal, and we just sat around for 20 minutes, and then played that was it. played drank, right? drank some whiskey. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah. When, when you guys do sound checks, then maybe, do you, uh, no sound <laughs> we, checking We either. don't really do that No either, sound checking. No. Oh, wow. We don't. I, I, as a matter All right, of guys, you gotta, this is an interview <laughs> process show, and you got to understand. <laughs> I'm always writing in my Somebody work time. with me here. <laughs> so, Scott, it's always, how's that box? <laughs> it's always yes and. <laughs> they teach you an improv class, yes and. Yes and. We text a lot, though, so that's how we, we work on We do so. text a lot. Yeah. We've never played the same song <laughs> the same way twice. No. And, uh, cool. We kind of, pr- you know, it was kind of like that was the way we had covered our ass and justified being loose in, in the early days. But um, now we, I guess we kind of pride ourselves on it. I don't know, because it, it always comes together yeah. on stage. And it's, it's more never fun that way, the I same. Think. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so too. Well, look, I mean, when you're surrounded by guys that you can rely on and that you're comfortable with, and you right. know are going to do the right thing no matter sure. what comes right. up, right. sure, you don't need, you know, that's yeah. all you need to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we yeah, have talked like. about, we have <laughs> talked about, <laughs> you know, we're going to start adding new songs, and we'll probably play more from the new album coming up. And we talked about like beginning, you know, song beginnings and endings, and right. you know, stuff that the little cross the T's and dot the I's that uh, that you got to do eventually, but. Now, what about all the appearances on, like, Kimmel and Letterman? And, I mean, you got that coming up. <laughs> They're coming soon. They're coming soon. Yep. We're waiting on their callback. Well, I mean, the funny thing is I, I don't come from the blues background like, you know, everybody in this room, shame including Ira. Yeah. But, um, you know, more of rock and roll. But, you know, I, I love the stuff that's like that more. You know, those old Stones albums that aren't perfect, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, yeah. that just sound like they – now nah, we'll just use the fader switch, you know. And, and <laughs> right. So you know, I mean, it's just it has that loose. It gives it that live feel. But how are we going to end this? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's the middle that matters. Well, I'm a huge fan of those old Motown r- recordings where you can, where you know the backups are out of tune, or you hear the uh, the circulating fan in the background. But <laughs> the vibe was so great. They're like cut press. It we're works. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just yeah. let it go. That is the shit. See, I'm a fan of James Brown. Everything's got to be perfect. <laughs> and if it's not, five dollars. <laughs> are you doing? Are you five in the band on stage? Now? Yeah, I'm five He's in the still. band on stage. I own like 150. Did you just bucks, play though. an A flat? <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> and then I turn to Michael. Well, at least you know I what an A flat it. is. He's like, like, don't worry, I'm still fine. That's right. Hey, if you can't play your own tune, that's ten dollars. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You fuck up your own song. <laughs> That's good shit. You know, if that doesn't teach you, <laughs> so uh, is it, this is a kind of a I don't know. I always feel like asking people these questions, but they never. I guess everybody feels like well, they're two different things. But for you, Joe, um, are you really digging doing the band thing now as opposed to the solo thing, or do you not have a preference? I, I, Where do you sit? Mm, I don't have a preference really. No. I lo- I love certain things about both of them. Yeah. Um, what a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I mean to say is... <laughs> what I meant to say was... You know I that really pisses me off. No, I, 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 love the, I love the trio. I love the interaction there. But, yeah. But, the, I mean, there's certain things about my solo thing I like to. It's just because yeah. bass players can't do solo. <laughs> no, you know what it is? Scott, what? And I are, Scott and I are sick and tired of being called freelance musicians. <laughs> we have enough of that you shit. You want to be in a We're band. We're the band now. You know? yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, well, well, congratulations. You are the band. 
<laughs> Nobody else gets that. This is one of those times too, though, where I do wish that there was video because you know Joe, you and um, you guys both have watching Aaron and, and Joe play. You both have that real easy way of playing. I mean, you know, I've goofed around on bass a couple times, and I mean, I'm wrestling with those strings and even on guitar. And you guys both have a real easy sense about you and then scott's picking up a drawer and making it sound like a full drum kit i mean you know it's it really is great to see guys that just make it look so easy you know does it feel that easy i don't know does it come that easy most of the time it does i think just don't be scared of wrong notes and it will that's be that right. easy that's right that's just play it loud and proud yeah. and don't worry about it play it twice yeah. and it's not a mistake well, that's what's that's right. see that's what's really <laughs> nice about being in your 30s or 40s as opposed to being in your 20s because in your 20s you're 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 way too self-aware and you're always you're always like micromanaging every note that you play and you're like oh shit what are people going to think of me but you know as you get a little older and a little balder and a little fatter whoa i'm talking i'm talking about myself <laughs> oh. sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. uh, present company excluded but, of course yeah. but i think that's even just just the experience itself you know i think no matter when you start i think you kind of start in that place like the 20s you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i know some some guys who who've started later on and i think they're at that point because of the the experience that they have mm-hmm. and then i think over time you get to that next yeah. that next level yeah i you th- the, they used to talk about uh, uh ten thousand hours to mastery that uh, this malcolm gladwell book was talking about uh, in order to the the common thread um, between people who are really, really great at something was the time invested. That, that it's dispelling the myth that there are no "quote unquote" naturals. That you still you have to put right. that time in and move move beyond move beyond an art that has forms where you know if you had to relate it to this to the point where you're you're say for me I'm putting on the bass and I'm thinking about this note here, this note there, and move beyond the the mechanics of it into you know a kind of free expression which is you know what everybody everybody strives for but right. everybody hits it at different times in their life it's True. just it's just one of unless you could say happens. he's a natural at learning something like sure that. sure you know, I mean, there are great <laughs> like learners I, I feel like yeah. i would be you know i don't play anything but if i you know tried to learn guitar i still feel like it would be 20 years later and i still couldn't play shit you, you and know, me both buddy you know what i mean you and me both listen i'm, <laughs> a, pr- I'm a perfect example of that <laughs> none of you guys are, you know that's good. <laughs> you know, I was gonna. Uh, I was just gonna ask. I was just gonna bring up Atlanta itself. Just talk about our scene. I mean, most likely I'm gonna be hanging out with you guys probably within the next few weeks somewhere. We're probably gonna I be standing so. around yeah. at Northside yeah. or right? mm-hmm. or at the CD release party and or all the CD, yeah. Yeah. or Wednesday night or, or maybe, Wednesday night or at Five Spot tomorrow night. You know, oh, checking out. Right, right. Actually, if I could throw one in, yeah. Eddie, okay. Eddie Tigner's birthday. Oh yeah, Ooh. August oh. August seventh, the first Saturday in August at Northside Tavern. And which birthday is this? Is this 84? 80, yeah, eighty four. Yeah, wow. and and he just he's gonna just be able to make it because he just got back from five weeks in Europe touring. Wow! Yeah. So there you go, huh? Yeah, God bless him, Thursdays right? Yeah, yeah. He All was right. at retirement age when I picked up an instrument. Right. And yeah. look, go out to Northside Tavern while you can, people. Definitely. Seriously, yeah. Might as well get out there Take as much as you possibly can. You so know? what were you saying just before? I was just going to talk about our scene yeah. itself, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, well, being down here from Buffalo, I mean, I know we mm-hmm. talked about it earlier a little bit. Yeah. But um, 
and with the possibility of Northside going away, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, what do you guys think of of just the scene that we have as, as compared to other cities? Yeah, and, I mean, and, now that you guys have all been all around, I mean, Atlanta, I Atlanta's one. Atlanta's one of the best best. Uh, Americana blues, um, all country scenes by far, hands down. I mean, there are some strong scenes. There are some strong pockets in certain scenes, like like St. Louis or Boston. Of course, New York and L.A. have their right. have their share of amazing players. Um, I mean, I you feel know, like Atla- that too. Uh, uh, Atlanta's on, Atlanta's been on fire for a long time, just like uh, Austin, only yeah. to a different degree. I mean, I. I I agree. I kind of feel like that too, but I don't really have anything to compare it to because yeah. I, I haven't yeah. really lived many other places, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, Baltimore and Philly and, and here. And it seems like there's a lot more variety here than say mm-hmm. every city. Every city scene's got its its flavor. It's funny for for me moving down here. It was um, it was a matter of actually lear- learning an entire new repertoire. You know, everybody that I had grown up with, everybody that I had played with. You know, in, in Western New York and New York City um, and other places I had been, you know, each each scene kind of had its own kind of repertoire. You know, where I grew like up, like a personality, was, sort of like it was. It was more like like where I grew up. It was it was very heavy, very heavy jazz, Motown, um, the old old, old Philly sound, um, and uh, then West West Coast blues. And down here, there's a lot more Piedmont blues, country blues. Um, Mississippi, Mississippi Delta blues um, guys who I had heard of in in you know one conversation or another, but had never really ran into anybody who was really doing a lot of that stuff right. like 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 Joe or yeah. or Mudcats yeah. or Nate Nelson or something like that. Bill right. Sheffield. I mean, it pisses me off yeah. that it it does upset me that outside of town. Atlanta is only known for hip hop. Hip hop, I know. That's you know? exactly what I was I thinking. I talked to somebody about. from New York, <laughs> yeah. and they're yeah. like, "Oh, the ATL, you know, yeah. and, and Outkast." <laughs> no, and, it's fun. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about that exact thing. I was thinking, you know, a, a lot of these other cities that right. you're mentioning, you know, they all have these identities, right. and outside of here, right, that but is the identity. People that I know who are into this type of music, I forget who, that. Right. Well, that yeah, we don't even yeah really we don't even it's right. nice to forget it. unless the compound is open. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then it's hard to forget about it. Yeah. That's the only reason. But I mean, you know, people that have lived here that have moved out of town. Everybody I talk to, no matter where they go, they're like, "Man, I cannot find music like we have in Atlanta." Right. Sure. Right. Wherever, even in New York, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. they just Absolutely can't find it. Right. And this little community we have of all these incredible musicians, you know, kind of well, yeah, blows I mean, me away. We did a thing, um, you know. A podcast uh, called Two Nights Out with Two Faces, yeah. and uh, where we kind of went out on the town. It was just because I had a buddy in town, and there was a couple good things going on. And my buddy's from, you know, lives in Boston, and you know, I don't know. He was he was just so amazed. You know, he was like, "Man, I just it's just not like this in Boston." Right. No. Now, part of it is I feel like, you know, he's not a musician, so being a musician, you sort of are kind of in the scene at the same time so maybe you know some of these things going on that maybe aren't huge to outsiders but within the scene they're kind of big and i don't know maybe so i don't know i mean in a place like boston it's a it's a it's kind of a conservatory culture you've got uh right. new england conservatory of music you've got all those berkeley universities uh berkeley yeah i mean those are briefly and uh, you know they they're not really uh they're not really into the 
into fostering the the uh, the history and the tradition of American music the way Southern culture has. I mean, it's not like Southern culture has embraced it. I right. mean, it's part of Southern culture. Yeah. I mean, the 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 entire the all of those genres are are uh, are a part of Southern culture. So it's not it's not something that you can contrive. And I think right. that. You know, I think every city is just true to whatever its influences yeah. are, and a place like Atlanta geographically is just, uh, you know, like Memphis, um, just positioned perfectly to be in the epicenter of, of uh, American music development. Right. You know, yeah. that's yeah. why it's so cool. Yeah. American yeah. music mecca. I mean, you got your New Orleans people coming up here, and yeah. right, yeah, your Memphis yeah. people, and yeah, I guess you're right about that. And then it's also. You know, it's it's a decent sized city, but it's also small enough where everybody in our scene kind of knows each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> what are you doing over there? That's because the pe- that's because the people are great. I, yeah. That's why I that's why I came. That's why right. I, I I stayed because the, right. the the scene is fantastic right. and it's very supportive. But even linking up with the music, you know, like uh, you know, Callison. Well, I, I mean, I I got to thank Sean for of for a lot of that is that you know it kind of kind of brought me down here and you know through uh through our friendship meeting meeting these guys and right you know i was just really really fortunate because you're a lucky guy he just brought, I, am. I, mean, I am we've been down Extremely here 15 lucky. years we had to pay our dues and and hang out with all these yeah really people. i didn't do anything before i got here <laughs> <laughs> i just sat on the couch eating ho-hos watching spring <laughs> i actually just picked up a bass a few somebody years put ago. the bass in my hand dragged me to atlanta and Shit, I, who knew I could play bass? Kids, it's that easy. <laughs> it's just of course, that I easy. meant paying your dues, bre- breaking into our little clique that we had. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I can show you Go some ahead. rooms in New York. I remember sitting with Scott. I remember sitting with you at um, Fat Matt's. It was right after I had moved. I think I had only been here a year or two or something like that. And I remember you said you had been here... Just under ten years or something at that time, probably. And I remember being like, "Wow, you know." Lifetime. But I'll I was, never be here. But it was years. just <laughs> when I was starting to discover how much music there was. Mm. Uh, we we're probably at Fat Matt seeing Sean, you know, at the time. Yeah. And, you know, and I remember him, him saying that, and me being like, "Wow, am I going to be here? You know, ten years from now?" Right. At the time, I didn't know if I was going to stay in this town or just what. to get to Fat Matt's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I bless that place too. Yeah. Now it's yeah. been. Yeah. Over I'm ten years, so yeah, bless. Uh, Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get Matt in here sometime. I told him. There you go. Wow. Yeah, yeah. should. Yeah. I was gonna get Matt and Magic Fred and Randy. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna bring those three guys in here, and we're just. You better talk. have a bottle of Crown sitting on one end of the table <laughs> yeah. and a bottle of uh, Bailey's sitting on the other. Right. Bailey's or Bailey's, Bailey's for really? Fred. Wow. For Fred. Well, and I need oh, some guitars yeah. to come in here and play uh, Mojo. So Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Hey, All Fred's right. practicing. So what do you He's think? building up his repertoire. You want to play one more tune and uh, we'll Hit see you tune? on Wednesday or what? We'll yeah, okay. Throw Sounds those great. plugs out again? Well, yeah, the plugs. Right. The plugs. Wednesday at Smith's with uh, Damon Fowler. Yes. Oh, good. Nice upside down backwards reading there. No, Ira. I knew the Very name impressive because I did my you. research. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Shack. Um, it's funny. I have a song called Sugar Shack. What time should we tell people to get out there, you think? Smith's? I would uh, say, what, 9 o'clock? 8. Yeah. Really? Eight. Yeah. They'll open the doors at 8. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, then you guys will start around 9? We'll 9 start 30? around 9, yeah. yeah. You know how those things go. Yeah. <laughs> well, 9, 9.15, 9.30. Yeah. <laughs> it's never early. I get up around 7. Oh, wait. Show usually starts around 7. We go on stage around 9, to quote the great Guns N' Roses. That's right. The legendary. <laughs> oh, yeah. is it Mr. Brownstone? 
That is Mr. Brownstone. Yeah. <laughs> See, you can't turn right. your back on your roots. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> not turn your back on your roots. That's it. I just that gave myself away. <laughs> All right. You know what this song needs? Box. 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 Yeah. box. What do we got here? You want to in- introduce Four. this thing? Box. Joe, you want to introduce this? Yeah, this What's is uh, this is called "Feel So Good," and it's just about uh, feeling good. All right. <laughs> it, with any AIDS. <laughs>
Get over how good it sounds. That I sounds wasn't, awesome. I was, you know, taking pictures and looking through some things like what yeah. what looks good that I'm going to send off, and uh, you know, I'm not even thinking that it's a drawer. <laughs> how much you want for it? <laughs> Laziness is the mother of invention. <laughs> Can I take right? it with? <laughs> it's not mine. How much does he want? Make Give me Scott make him call. an offer. I can right? have him. Yeah, make yeah. Him Can you make me one just like it? You're yeah. like you're the man on the Any? woodworking man. Well, I could. Um, he refinishes it. I could paint it up. Oh the yeah, way you'd like. <laughs> there you go. No, like no logo paint. on the front. No, it's a, yeah, logo. There you go. Yeah. JMT. We do some. We do some live shows on there. Well, have you trio. seen? Have you seen Bill set up? Uh, Bill, his, Bill's the got the uh, yeah. He's got well. He's got the oh, drum head with a picture of him on it now. It says Bill Sheffield. Oh yeah. I thought <laughs> I got a kick out it's of a that. Picture of him. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. It's pretty you good. Uh, what does he have a drawer? That's <laughs> all. Does he have a drawer? That's all. Nope. Look, you're the only I think drawer he stomps player on in town. <laughs> if you look at as his feet, as far as I know, <laughs> as far as you know, right? <laughs> I and do the, love the though only dovetail drawer player. <laughs> I do dig it though when a band can you know kind of do what you're doing. I mean, I don't know how tone wise that the amp is for you in a small place like this, and I don't know anything about stuff like that. No, I'm so foreign. But you know what I mean? Like, I love it when a band can kind of, like, break a song down and right. you can hear it in a whole different you can a whole only, different way than but the But you recording. can only do that with great songs. You can. Exactly. You're right. They only hold so, yeah. their own, you know? The and song always lives there. Yeah. That's why Joe can go out and do stuff solo yeah. acoustic. It's because right. we're just icing on the cake. Right. Yeah, but the cake's there. Right. Well, no you're the what. icing and Aaron's the cherry. Yeah, definitely. Wow. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> See that? Still treat me like the new guy. <laughs> That's it. Cherry. Pick on the Yankee. I'm a Yankee. Hey, we're right so there. I'm a Yankee. We're all Yankees. So we're all Yankees. Cherry oh, wait, so, wait, so, so, so actually we from, live Scott? here, so we're not Yankees. Yankees. <laughs> That's right. What's that? Neither. <laughs> Where are you from? Oh, you're from the West? So, yeah, Southwest. Phoenix. Southwest. Yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. God, why do actually, you... Actually, li- I'm, a, I'm a Yankee by birth. I'm a Southerner by heritage. And a, he's a, a southwesterner, whatever's left. Uh, rock and roller by <laughs> choice, by culture. Go for, yeah, by culture. Actually, yeah, he grew up go. around cacti. Yes, I did. Cacti. I ate cacti. Really? Did I you? Ate cacti in the desert. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I ate it in a taco. Of course, you can. In a <laughs> I taco. Did. I had cacti I like, taco. Yeah. Ira always likes to look at me when he says odd things <laughs> to see what my reaction. <laughs> is he buying it? Is but he it's buying great it? when it, it's great when there's somebody over there because it's like this big, huge like. <laughs> yeah, I ate it taco, <laughs> <laughs> which nobody uh, can see. That or at least that's what they told you, right? <coughs> right? Well, listen, we're gonna wrap it up. 
But I want to see you guys back when that album comes out. Cool. How about that? Yeah, love to. Right? Love to. That'd be great. Um, It'll be out real fast if people pre-order it at JoeMcGinnis.net. That's Joe true. McGinnis. Uh, play, yeah, just make it. Send them. Well played. Well played. Send that them was some well cash. done. It, it yeah, send great. some cash yeah, to Joe. Let him put this album out. You hear how good the music is. That's right. That's right. Don't be and a then, jerk. You know what'll happen? Which will be the <laughs> coolest thing is you'll you'll send them money, but then you'll go back to work and things will happen and you'll forget about it. And all of a sudden, the CD will arrive in the mail, or however right. they get right. it. Right. And you'll be like, oh day. yeah, and yep. it'll make your yep. weekend. It'll be a Christmas. Right. Oh yeah, we got incentives for it too. I think right. Yeah. Wait, are yeah. you doing? Is I this a? Uh, yeah, I know what you're going to say. No, but it's not. Okay. I don't Sorry. think it's All not. Right, stop. It's not. What were you going to say? What What uh, Heather Luttrell did? Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what Kickstarter. Oh, it's not Kickstarter. It's not Kickstarter. It's not Kickstarter. Right. It's not Kickstarter. But no, you no, do no. have incentives. It's just on my website, and it's. Uh, I forgot that we're given. If you pre-order the record, we're given a bonus track that that isn't on the record, kind of. And uh, <laughs> and we're doing a, we're doing signed copies. Oh no! Nice. Everybody pre-orders. I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too. Are you going to sign an Aaron the cherry on top? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> cherry. <laughs> 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 that's going to have to. It's going to have to stay. I'm going to start making blank checks. That's going to put a big Joe's drawer signature. on. <laughs> um, that would be great for the next album cover. You have like a drawer, like a dresser. And you guys are like pulling it out, and Scott's inside the drawer, like laying in there, like, "What are you guys doing? Right. Bothering?" <laughs> wow, you're really you're trying to make this a thing now. It'll be so obscure. Uh, like... Once we find something funny, we beat it to that, fucking death. That nobody will, you know, get. <laughs> the less people that get it, the, the bet more I like it. Actually, to be honest. Well, before we I say goodbye to you guys, I I was going to mention to our listeners. I wanted to talk to you about this earlier, but um, oh. Two Faces Radio is not taking a hiatus. At all. No. 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 Actually, the, re- month of, the month of August is going to be a great month for Two Faces It will Radio. be a great month. I'm telling you, it's probably going to be one of the most entertaining Brian months. and Ira will be taking Brian it. Brian and Ira are taking a three-week to a month hiatus. Probably about that. Would you like to say why quickly? Ira's wife is pregnant with my baby, and my <laughs> wife is pregnant with Ira's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the two faces. That's right. Just mix it up. <laughs> we might have well, our wives are pregnant, and they're due four days apart. And, yeah. um, and, that, and that's... Which works out well for our hiatus. <laughs> one week from today, Brian will already be a new father. Yes. Right? That's sh- most likely. Most yeah. likely. Oh, most likely. And oh, that's you're inducing. I will, a, I will be a first time dad. Yeah, most likely. Scary. We'll see what happens. We'll see. It is. We scary. don't know what's going to happen, but scary it's for the kids. Most likely going to be within this week. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, Thank Dad. Thank you. And I will be a dad by the end of the month. So You'll, listen. Well, by the probably end of two weeks. From <laughs> yeah. Probably two weeks from this point. Well, we were hoping be we'd be longer. in the hospital at the same time. We thought it would be kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hilarious. You know, like Running in the wrong person. Yeah. Oh, God. Feel like some stupid 80s movie. Where we're <laughs> and at. what are they? Like, like, they like switch, your, switch your babies Which, yeah. in, in the uh, Like, this in looks the like a like, What the hell? I, I see it happening like one of those like Benny Hill skits that goes like in fast motion. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know we're running the down the halls, you know. Like, and the doctor's popping out. Out of different know. doors. <laughs> well, all right. So... What I'm telling you is, uh, Brian and I are not going to have any new shows, but what we're doing is, well, you know, I've been having bands do uh, bonus songs for a while now. Yeah, and I haven't released them for this reason, because I knew we were going to save up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be releasing some shows with uh, all these bonus tracks that we've done, and we have ha- we have gotten some awesome ones. We've got some great stuff. So you know. And there is, there probably will be a show 
Yeah. Or two that'll, uh, like an actual new show that'll right. show we up. We have in some that shows saved too. up that weren't uh, time constrictive. Right. That we're going to release. And, uh, and then the bonus episodes. And then I might even release some episodes. From earlier on, for like a year ago, some of our favorite episodes from yeah. when we first kind of put them back out there. Started, for yeah, the newer just, people. Yeah, in case we got some new listeners, you haven't heard like the first few shows, we might put them out there. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I think you know if you go and you were to subscribe new now, I don't know that it goes back and downloads all those old episodes. It probably, I think, it starts you from there and moves forward. So it might you be can a good do way. It. You can do it manually. You can do it, it manually, it but it won't do it automatically because right. I, I, I actually just got a new computer recently, and so I had to kind of do that all. Look who's getting a new computer. Yeah, oh. you know. So um, anyway, so, so that's a good way to get people, you know, that right. stuff that we've done in the past. So if uh, which could know. be Joe McGinnis's original, you know, podcast it that could they be. might be yeah, missing maybe out we'll on. Put your uh, your old one on. Um, anyway, so we are not. The show is not taking hiatus. Brian no. and I show not hiatus. Might have our hands full for the next month. Yes, literally. Fair so. Right. We will be years. back. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, at least 18 years. I, that was the one thing I said. I was like, I've never committed to anything for 18 <laughs> years in advance. Yeah, right, right. Um, so stay tuned. And we thank you all for your support. And, uh, of course, we'll have pictures of these beautiful guys <laughs> and all our other guests on our Facebook page. Always. So check out Two Faces Radio on Facebook, please, and send us messages, whether yeah, they're positive or know. negative. I don't yeah. give a shit. Just send us something. Tell us that you don't understand me. I right. like that. And go uh, prepay for Joe's album. That's right. For the free release. All right. So, again, thanks again for uh, Scott Callison, Joe McGinnis, Aaron Trubick. My name is Ira Malkin. That's Brian McClenning over there. Sure is. And I'm going to make this one short because it's time to get out of here. You Let's ready? Let's do it. Save, Save it, it for, for the, the show. show.